0: Welcome to a Double Shot of Branding podcast. We're two brand and web designers who have a passion for all things business design and entrepreneurship.
1: We're here to chat about the highs and lows of owning your own business, the importance of brand design, and how to manage it all. Let's dive in
0: welcome back to a double shot of branding podcast today we're going to be chatting with jen who is a bookkeeper for small business owners jen works with a lot of different small businesses one-on-one with their books and also has a lot of great resources for those who are wanting to diy their books which we'll talk about both and today's topic is going to be how tracking your finances will set your business up for long-term success i um, super excited to dive into this topic because I feel like bookkeeping is one of those like, quote unquote, boring topics for entrepreneurs. Um, so we're going to make it fun and interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jen, why don't you start us off by introducing yourself, telling us how you started your business. Also, fun fact, Jen and I are
2: sisters, but she can uh, touch on that as well. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Jen. Uh, thanks for having me today. So I got started with my business kind of by accident. So Michelle had reached out to me, I think it was like around the holidays, 2019 maybe, and said, Oh my gosh, can you do my bookkeeping? Like the year's almost over. I haven't done anything. And at least that's how I remember it in my mind, (laughs) Michelle. Um, and so I she invited me to QuickBooks. I started playing around with her books and I found it to be really fun. At the time I was a corporate a senior corporate staff accountant at a big company here in the area and um I just really fell in love with QuickBooks, and it became like my fun little thing that I would do at the end of the day. I'd grab a glass of wine, work on Michelle's books, and then when the pandemic hit in 2020, I, excuse me, I felt like I had a bunch of time. I wasn't commuting to my office anymore, and so that's when I decided to officially start the business. I think it was May 2020 is when I like applied for an actual business, got the EIN and all that stuff. And, um, started promoting on social media, got a couple of clients that were mostly friends and then got a few others just like organically. And I had people, um, reaching out to me asking if I could help them. And I had decided to kind of keep it small since I was still working at corporate. And then we had our second child and things just got a little crazy. And I didn't feel like I had time to be the best wife, mom, employee, and business owner. So I left corporate. I kind of built my business up as I was scaling back at corporate. I went down to part-time and then finally left for good, um, the end of February, 2022. And so now numbers by Jen is my business, which I haven't said yet, but, uh, (laughs) now I do that, um, full-time, and I, I love it. Uh, I work mainly with female small business owners who are in the first couple years of their business. And I intentionally designed it to be Numbers by Gen to be approachable for people that are new to business. So um, with that, I have... Um, regular monthly services and some DIY support. A lot of like new business owners really like I
1: didn't think about taxes until it was time to start filing taxes. Um, My father-in-law is a CPA so he does ours and then it was like all this stuff was coming at me like where's this where's that where's that and I'm like oh crap I didn't know I was supposed to like be keeping track of that or also Mm -hmm. like going through and I don't use QuickBooks because he's like kind of an old fashioned CPA. I think he does a lot of things by hand. And so I'll send, I'll just have to go through like all my finances and it's exhausting. I'm like, I wish there was kind of a little bit easier way to do this.
0: So you're somebody who could benefit from
2: services
0: from someone like Jen. Well,
1: my father-in-law does ours. But yes, like it's, um, I think I've learned a lot the past few years for sure. Like the things that I didn't know. Um, things that i didn't even consider you know when you're starting a business so i think that's awesome that you like gear towards yeah. you know new newer business owners who really are just you know they're the jack of all trades they're and they don't realize like what they need.
2: Yeah. So does he do your taxes and your bookkeeping or do you kind of manage your books throughout Um, the year?
1: So I guess I would say I manage my bookkeeping um, and I just, at the end of the year, I just send him like all of my expenses and stuff. And then he goes from there and just does the taxes, I guess.
2: (laughs) Okay. So you kind
0: of keep track of it in like Google Sheets or Excel or something? Yeah. Like a Google doc. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: So I think that's a really good segue into kind of what I do versus what a CPA or like a tax accountant would do. So I actually don't do any taxes. And what I focus on is keeping you organized and empowered throughout the year so that, you know, um, at any given time, whether, where your money's coming from, which of your services or products is performing best and then where you're spending all of your money. Um, and it just, I think it provides people with the confidence they need throughout the year to make decisions like, can I afford to hire somebody? Like I know Michelle went through that recently. I've had a ton of clients this year, uh, especially new business owners, which is the majority of who I work with and they are constantly growing. And so to be able to connect with me, I mean, I'll get text messages from clients like, Hey, I really want to invest in, in you know, this thing for my business, can we talk about that? And um, and my answer is always yes. And so being able to see all that information in your reports on a consistent basis is really helpful when you are trying to maybe rent a new space or hire somebody, buy a new computer, things like that. And it, it gives you the confidence you need to move forward with those decisions. And so I think bookkeeping yeah, I used to talk a lot about how it was helpful for tax season and it, it absolutely is. But I think it's more about that day to day, week by week, month by month, because if you're waiting until tax time to look at your reports, then, then you have no idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you're honestly, it's like looking in the rearview mirror to make the best decision about how to go forward, you know? Mm-hmm. And so having that, that real time data is really powerful. I also
0: love the reports that you send out to me and your other clients that say how much, um, how much you have profited, like after expenses and taxes and whatnot, um, up to this point in time in the year so that I kind of know if I'm on track for what my, profit goal is for the rest of the year and know, okay, like I'm a little bit under, so I need to like really push for some more one-on-one brand design this month to kind of like catch up to where it should be in, you know, July of this year to keep Mm -hmm. on track.
2: Yeah. And what I love to do with clients too, is have open discussions about what, what can I supply them with every month that will really what information do they need to make the best decisions? Um, what what data points are most helpful for them? So, like, I have clients where we will run, I'll send them a monthly report that shows them how they're performing at this time this year compared to the same time last year. So they can see that growth on paper or see where they're, you know, coming up short. So, there's a lot of fun, different things, fun things that we can do with bookkeeping with charts and graphs. And, um, but yeah, it's really about supplying you with that information all throughout the year. So at any given time, you know, where you stand and you know, where you might need to pivot. I can also attest to, um, you know, working with you
0: and asking you this year, like when I could hire my assistant Daphne, um cuz i really would have just like done it, it anyways probably and just been like yeah i could probably afford this without really knowing if i actually could um so now i can like go to my bookkeeper you and say mm-hmm. can i really afford this or not and like actually be smart about money cuz i think in the first year or two of your business you're really just trying to like get your bearings get your business up and running and You're kind of like flying by the seat of your pants. And I think eventually, you know, you've got to be smart about all of your financial decisions if you want the business to be profitable and if you want it to be long lasting. So I think it's really, really important for people to eventually um, hire somebody or at the very least DIY their books if they can.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of people get into business because they're passionate about something that's not bookkeeping unless you're me. (laughs) And so you end up having to do it by necessity and a lot of people wait until tax time. And I think that. It's something that you want to get right from the get go because going back and sifting through hundreds of transactions, it's especially if you're so a, time consuming. Yes, super <laughs> so that's time what consuming. I'm doing. <laughs> it's stressful. And so getting it right from the beginning, well, especially if there's tax implications, right? So like if you if you haven't had consistent, accurate books in your couple years in the business and then you eventually partner with a CPA and you find out that you missed out on s- tax savings or tax advantages, then you might find yourself in a position where you have to refile or, you know, you could have been functioning for two years without an assistant because you didn't know that you could afford one, or you've been functioning in the red for two years and you didn't know. So it can just bring you so much information and really helps you move forward with a plan, even if that's not a, a budget, which I feel like a lot of people don't like the word budget, um, just having some sort of some sort of game plan um i mean we do that in so many other areas of our lives and so i think that if you're going to get into business you are passionate about something and you should respect give that business the respect that it deserves that you deserve and really treat it like a real business and get some sort of system in place
0: yeah i mean unfortunately like if you're starting a business you really have to put on that ceo hat and do things that you don't want to do <laughs> or at least hire out those things that you don't want to do and you got to get like legally legit financially legit all the things so it's it sucks because i definitely did not want to like hire somebody to do my books i you know i i wish that i could do everything by myself but i totally cannot and i think I think that's where a lot of people struggle is like figuring out what to invest in, in the beginning. But I feel like bookkeeping is definitely something that's like up there near the top of the list is something that you should invest in.
2: I think what you meant to say is the top of the list. Um. <laughs> <laughs> very I funny. mean, maybe, maybe graphic designs above that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just Do it all at the same time invest in all the things. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> I feel like this is really like informational and like helpful just for me, because I, like I said, I was comparing it to like taxes just a second ago. I didn't really realize like, and when you think like bookkeeping, you think, oh, just keeping track of, you know, your, what you're spending on. But really, I mean, you have put it into perspective just for me too. I'm sure our listeners as well, but that it's more about, making decisions in for your business as far as like what you can invest in, what you can do, how you can further your business. And if you have like a better understanding of, you know, your money and your goals, like you can grow your business faster, basically. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, all of my clients, they know what I see a lot of them get excited about is they know exactly how much they need to be bringing in, based on what we know is their average monthly Mm -hmm. business expense. And so I'll have some clients who they didn't know before they came to me, they were working based off of maybe their bank account balance. And so now they know, oh, I spend an average of $10,000 a month on expenses. So that means I need to be bringing in X amount and I'm the main, um, the main source of sales for my business. So that means I need to work, you can back into how many hours that person needs to work, you know, potentially. And so it helps people it in a, in a roundabout way, it helps people with work-life balance, which I know is really important to, it's like a hot topic these days, you know? And if you know how your, how your efforts impact your sales and how that, Um, what that needs to be in order to sustain your business expenses and your employees. Um, It opens up doors for you. Like I've clients who now they know when they can take vacations throughout the year based on how their sales, you know, go up and down throughout the year. Or they know that when they're not working that extra five hours each week, then their sales drop and they take home less. And sometimes it's all just about like informed decisions. Sometimes maybe that's, that's okay. okay okay. Yeah. Yeah. And But now they know that and they have the information at hand to be able to decide. Think- it's
0: also it has also empowered me to kind of like keep track of everything that I'm doing throughout the week to make sure that like all the efforts that I'm putting in are actually worth the amount of money that's coming in as well. So I started actually time tracking like individual clients to also see like are my packages where they should be um for the hours that I'm putting into the work to make sure that it's like actually profitable. Um, and sustainable for my business as well. So, um, kind of just echoing what you're saying about your other clients.
2: Yeah, I also want to point out that it's, it's just talking about like respecting your business and almost like putting on your your big girl pants with some of this stuff. You know, it bookkeeping also helps with some other compliance related items, which meshes really well with the more intense stuff like your yearly taxes which you should partner with a cpa on hopefully if you're if you own your own your own business but you know i help clients calculate their quarterly estimated taxes which not a lot of people know they need to be paying every quarter um i we keep <laughs> having the Having the, the data in a, in a system also helps when you have to send out 1099s at the beginning of the year. A lot of small business owners don't know about that process or that they need to be doing that. And some of these things, quarterly taxes, the penalties on those are pretty are pretty low. But if, if the government comes back and sees that you haven't been sending out 1099s for years, like that can be really detrimental your bank account if they come back and they fine you for those things so having all of that systematized and having support and someone like me you know I having worked in corporate um, I know a lot about taxes I don't do them because I don't like them (laughs) and I don't want to and so I know a lot about it, so I know how to keep you organized and make sure that we're keeping good records so that you're prepared for all of those things that pop up throughout the year outside of like the big tax date.
0: Yeah. And also um, I feel like now's kind of a good segue to talk about business bank accounts and like the importance of opening up one like right away when you get started, because I love the feature that we have in Relay Bank that we use that sets the money aside for taxes and has those different bank accounts. So if you could touch on the importance of having a business bank account, and then also if you want to kind of touch on um how you're able to keep everything organized in your clients with having those separate bank accounts because i think that's a really cool feature um that we
2: have yeah so i love Freelay bank but the not but i would say the most important thing is just to open up a business bank account and keep it separate from your personal finances whether that's with an online bank like Relay who makes it super easy um, or if that's with your local credit union or whoever, one of the big banks, I think keeping everything separate from your personal is is good for a number of reasons. I mean, when you get to tax time and you have to sift through hundreds, thousands of transactions and they're all commingled, mixed together, that's going to be awful. It's going to take you so much time. It's going to be so stressful. It also is a bit of a compliance thing with the government. Um, it just doesn't look good to have it all mixed together. And having a having a business bank account awful, also offers you protection from your personal. So actually backing up to maybe the very first step would be to apply for an EIN and form an LLC in order to com- add a layer of protection between your business and you personally in the event that you were ever to be find yourself in legal trouble then and helps protect your personal assets from uh, a lawsuit in your business. So having a separate business bank account supports that keeping your the the personal money and assets that you have um, a little bit better protected as well. And going back to what Michelle is talking about with taxes. So all uh, this is in my business uh, spreadsheet template. And then also my clients as well. Um, There's prompts to save and set aside money for taxes. So with Michelle, for example, like as soon as her sales come in the door, we set a, a portion of that aside into a separate bank account for taxes. So Michelle actually has five bank accounts because I am a fan of Profit First. So we do some other fun stuff with her money, setting aside a certain percentage to for owner's compensation and for business expenses and uh, taxes. I think that's a little bit more advanced. I'm always happy to talk with my clients about it, and I have a, hand, a handful. I would say of my 26 clients, probably seven of them use Profit First. But if you are just getting started and trying to come around to the idea of opening a business bank account, I would suggest opening two and having an account for taxes. And I would say whether you have a robust strategy around that or not, just like start squirreling away some money in there and it makes it a lot less painful when you pay those quarterly taxes or yearly taxes. So what yes,
1: is your
2: like percentage set up for taxes? For Michelle,
1: let's just say, Since we know what Michelle, you know, you're familiar with Michelle's account. So like 30% I hear is like a big number people, you know, throw around, is it really like 26%? I know a lot of, taxes are so confusing for people because there's so many tiers and everything, but what would be a good number um, just, you know, to make it easy for people to start working towards?
2: Yeah, so it is really confusing because you, as a small business are more often than not, you're taxed on the, like the bottom number. So if you take all of your sales and subtract out all of your business expenses, the ones that qualify, then that bottom number, your profits, and that's what you'll be taxed on. And it does, um, there is also the brackets to consider as well. So what I do with clients is So Michelle, for example, since we use profit first in her business, we take 15% and this is what I do personally as well, 15% off of the, all the money coming in the door. So that's 15% of her sales. So that's Mm -hmm. the top, the top number that's not off of her profits. A good conservative number is 30% of your profits. And now I know that those sound very different, but if you think 15% of everything coming into the door is, um. Sometimes it can be roughly the the same as thirty percent of all of the money that you're profiting. So there's different. There's definitely different strategies. Um, I think thirty percent of your profits is a good is a good goal, or fifteen percent of your sales. I hope that makes sense. Okay. I know. It's yeah, very, no, that does make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for people now who have their business bank accounts set up and everything, now they know, you know, a percentage to aim for to put towards taxes. Like, what else do you suggest they start tracking?
2: Yeah, so at that point, I would, whether it is on a piece of paper in a spreadsheet or in a software, and there's actually some free softwares out there, so that might be a good starting point too. And I would start tracking all of your money coming in and all of your money going out. And so this is why it's super helpful to have a business bank account. It makes it so much easier. You don't have all of the noise in there with all of your personal transactions. So coming up with some sort of way to track and I don't think it's necessarily important how you're doing it, just that you are doing it. Like, I don't care if it's on a piece of paper. Um, I don't care if it's in a spreadsheet. I don't care if it's a software. Just do it and do it on a consistent basis. Data is most helpful when it is consistent and uh, timely. So getting it done, like we talked about earlier, you don't want to be looking in the rearview mirror to make important business decisions. So tracking all of your money coming in, which would more often than not be your revenue, and then all of the money that you're spending. I think if you can find a software so i work exclusively with quickbooks and the starting monthly fee is kind of a moving target um, as is as are a lot of things these days with inflation and whatnot but the starting fee is around 20 25 a month for a basic account and what's really cool about utilizing a software is it's going to connect with your directly with your bank account and so it takes a lot of the manual work out of maybe jotting things down or typing them into a spreadsheet so I offer a spreadsheet template for beginners who maybe don't want to spend money on a software. And what's kind of fun about the spreadsheet template is it does come with some charts and a way for you to track your goals. So if you aren't ready to commit to a software, which most of them are month by month. I mean, I would probably just give it a shot because it connects to your bank account and it just makes things so much easier. But um Coding things to sales and then to your business expenses, and being able to come up with some sort of uh, monthly report is like we talked about before, just really powerful. So I would come up with a system of tracking that is manageable for you, it's something that you know you can stick with. We tell that with our clients, like when we're designing websites and stuff, like we want to
1: find ways in your business that we can streamline things and take you know the time-consuming part of it out for you. So, you know, if QuickBooks or another software is going to be something that's going to save you way more time than, you know, the monthly cost or
0: whatever would, is probably going to yeah, be. Worse. It's worth it. Yeah. I mean, you have to kind of think of yourself and the hours that you put in as also an expense, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to the business as well. So like you, you need to be keeping track of all the hours that you're spending doing everything in your business. Um, I used to not use anything the first year or maybe the first two years. And I just put it into a spreadsheet at the end of the year and had to go in and clean it up. And it was very, very difficult, let me tell you. (laughs) And I spent way too many hours doing this myself. And then I believe I got QuickBooks like a year before... Um, Jen started doing mine and I thought that everything was really good to go. And then when we started working together, you were like, it's a mess. I need to go in and clean all this stuff up. Uh,
2: (laughs) So uh, yes.
0: (laughs) So even like the software can get a little bit messy still. Like I know that you had to go in and do a bunch of cleanup.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. I I mean, I don't want to downplay either the, Maybe how daunting working with the software seems because, I mean, a spreadsheet, most of us have seen a spreadsheet. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. A software, you do have to learn how to connect the transactions and how to work within that software and push the right buttons and maybe tweak like your chart of accounts and know where to find the reports and which ones to run. And the settings in the system are going to default to some things that, aren't always most beneficial to you. And so there you do, there is some time, like I can see why it may be overwhelming to go out and seek a software, uh, even even though it will help you a little bit, uh, there's time savings with like the bank connections and the reporting, but um, there is an upfront investment of your time to learn how to operate within that software. So can somebody hire you to do like an initial setup of a software
0: for them so that they're like good to go after that?
2: Yeah. So I actually did a QuickBooks training just yesterday and it's... So I have a one-on-one intensive and that's a really good opportunity to use that for QuickBooks setup if you'd like. And that's 60 minutes. We hop on a video call and we can focus on anything that you want to focus on. And so like QuickBooks, what we did, what I did with this client yesterday is we talked, I went through and updated some of her uh, just a general account settings to optimize that for her specific business. And then we customized her chart of accounts and her products and services list. And the, the business that she is in um she has a, an extensive products and services list so it was just really helpful and now when she runs reports they're much more organized and much more concise and so just training her on uh, just overall like how quickbooks like the logic of quickbooks and how she can now see the data Better and what sort of things she needs to be doing on a weekly, monthly basis. Those are the types of things that we can cover in that um, in that one on one. And then to touch on like one
1: on one intensives, I know Michelle, you offer um, a lot of different ways like for people to work with you, and I don't offer one of those. But those do, would be so helpful just to avoid like having to spend hours googling and having to watch like ten different tutorials on like how to use QuickBooks. So just like hopping on you know, a one hour call where you can literally just have somebody walk you specifically through how to do everything. It's like so much more helpful than than Google and YouTube and all the hours you'd spend trying to just find out how to do one thing.
2: Yeah. And what's nice is like yesterday, you know, you, the client shares their screen with me. And so we're at, we're actually walking through or, well, actually yesterday I got access to her QuickBooks. And so I'm actually in there sharing the screen with her and going like step-by-step step through what yeah. she needs to do every month. And it's, so it's not some like random example that you might find in a video online. It, it's, it's literally like your account. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what should be
1: super helpful, you know, for people who just like want to figure out how to work it and then, you know, be done. Yeah. that can also save a lot of time. So another thing going back to like saving time and saving money, you know, by investing money and in doing something to help your business.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I know we kind of talked about some examples of some of your clients who, um, you know, turned a profit after cleaning up their books. Do you have any examples of people who you kind of found some like hidden expenses that maybe they didn't know about and you were able to save them a bunch of money because i feel like there's a lot of expenses that a lot of us have that we sometimes maybe forget about like i'm pretty sure that i have forgotten about the fact that I pay, pay for a Pinterest posting service and I don't post a Pinterest anymore. <laughs> I feel like I
1: text Michelle all the time. Yes. Like, hey, I have this subscription to like this stock photography or like this stock icon, you know, site or whatever. Like I totally forgot I signed up for it. You know, probably shouldn't say this, but I'm like, if you want to, you know, if you need anything, like, let me know before I cancel it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's so much of that today. I mean, we're, we live in such a consumer, uh, and I don't. How would you say that? Like such a consumerism
1: age. Yeah, like constantly
2: like buying and yeah, and there's there's so many memberships and so many online businesses have a low ticket offer and you you know you get roped in you buy it and then you forget about it and, and it's just, hard I mean... to cancel too. I
1: don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah. Like it's so hard to cancel things.
2: Yeah, and. So I'd love uncovering those expenses that business owners don't know about. I had, so actually I offer personal bookkeeping services as well. And I have a handful of, they were business clients and they were taking, so like we had, now they're crushing their business finances, right? We've got them all set up. We've got the systems. They're getting their monthly reports. They're making decisions. They know all their numbers. And then they bring their money home and they're like, oh crap, where did all my money go? And so I added personal bookkeeping and personal bookkeeping is actually where I find a lot of the really fun monthly expenses that people didn't know about. Like I had a client who we just added personal bookkeeping on for her a couple months ago. And within the first month, we found over $200 a month that she was spending on stuff that she didn't know she was spending money on.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, and so I could could use that. Justin would probably be like, "Yes, sign her up for that, please." Because (laughs) I'm horrible at that. I'm pretty sure I have a membership. We have a a membership to like Vasa Fitness, however you say it. And then I've also had a Planet Fitness membership for like six or seven years. I think I've gone there like five times. Justin's like, "Oh my gosh!"
0: I know, I know, I know. But like, you have to go in and (laughs) oh, you can. (laughs) I I canceled mine last year through Planet Fitness, and they do not make it easy. I had to send in a letter to them in the mail saying I wanted to cancel it.
1: But I'm sure that was wow. One of the things, yeah, like most people would really, really benefit from just because there's like, you know, like you said, you sign up for something and you just don't realize that you're paying for it and you forget about it, or you think, oh, I really need to cancel that, but then to actually see like you know, the, the full amount of money that you've spent on something, either a month or like a year that you don't even use that would really like kick people. I feel like
2: into high gear to, you know, get it canceled. Mm -hmm. We uncover so much in the first couple of months. I am, we are in constant communication during onboarding and it's really fun people get embarrassed. They come to me with messy books and I can tell that they're like kind of hesitant, you know, to show me everything. And I love it because I, all I see is all the potential, like we'll get this organized and you're going to find stuff that you didn't know you were paying for. You are going to finally know how much money you're making. And I mean, I've had clients who they think that they're selling more than they're selling, or they think that they're selling less than they're selling. That one's really fun. Or they think they're spending more and they're spending less they think they're spending less and they're spending more. That's pr- that's more common. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just really neat what you can uncover when you finally, like, place all the data somewhere. And yeah. I totally understand why people ignore it. I mean, I don't like to look at my personal spending habits either. I mean, it's not,
1: it's not so fun to know. Oh my
2: gosh, like, might as well you, invest in some <laughs> stock. <laughs> yeah. But when you finally face it, it is really, I find it to be really freeing yeah. and empowering.
0: Yeah. It's really empowering to move forward and say like, okay, I know what I'm spending on. I know like things I need to cut back on. But when you ignore it, I feel like it's just like a little like anxiety right. ball that's like growing inside of you over time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I like, like to focus. Go? Like, that's probably right. Like, <laughs> like where,
1: where. Did all of this go like I just got paid, or I just got a but just booked a project or something? And it's like, oh, where's it at? And then you realize like Mm -hmm. what you spend it on, and then you're like, oh, you know, I could probably be making some better decisions.
2: Yeah, I think what's really fun is with like like I said before, people don't really enjoy the term budget, and so I like to focus more on sales and, you know, providing you with that number that you, that it costs to run your business. And then you can turn around and plan, okay, this is what I really need to focus on selling. Like with Michelle, you know, we sat down and we said, okay, what realistically could you work on every month? What's, what like feels good to you, um, package wise to sell and then, you know, plan, like Play that out what does that look like is that a sales number that you're confident with and then if not you know what else could you add to your services or what could you sell more of to basically build the income that you want for your life so michelle do you sometimes
1: feel anxiety a little bit with having like knowing so much data or is it is it more so the empowerment feeling like to know that okay you don't have to book something this week you can take a break you can take vacation or do you you sometimes also get like a little bit of anxiety like i haven't booked you know x amount of clients that i that i need to you know to hit my numbers this month
0: um, not really, because I feel like it's better to know this information than to not know and then hit the end of the year and say like, oh, wow, I'm like 20,000 under what I thought I was going to be this year. You know, like it's I think it's much, much better to know that information like throughout the year and as time goes on. I don't think that it gives me more anxiety to know. Um, if anything, it's just really helpful for me to then sit down and be like, okay, you know maybe i didn't have the best summer but that's okay like i'm going to go into fall and you know yeah. we're going to we're going to kill it it's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that we've packed a lot of good info into this episode um so i feel you know good about wrapping things up where they're at now Jen, would you like to talk about what you got going on? If you're launching anything or have launched anything recently and how can people find you if they want to work with you?
2: Yeah. So I am on Instagram numbers by Jen and my website is numbersbyjen.com. That has all the information about the done for you services and DIY support services and, uh, templates that are available I love my latest template it's the personal finance tracker and it just launched in s- September August a time is just like flying now that I have a child in school I think it's in um, I think it was August doesn't matter anyway it is based off of the 50-30-20 rule of budgeting And it's just like a really like dip your toes into budgeting, um, simple way to start reining in your personal uh, finances. So if you, like we talked about earlier, feel like you bring your money home, you have no idea where it goes, you don't know if you're way overspending on bills or if you're way overspending at the grocery store, this will help you track all of that. So that's really fun. Um, that right now is $47 and once you get it, you've got it for life. And, um, if there's any updates to it, you'll, uh, receive those as well. Um, there's also a business, uh, template spreadsheet template. Um, And then I've got my done-for-you services for both business and personal bookkeeping. And then the one-on-one intensives like we talked about. Basically, like wherever you are in your journey, I will meet you there. Um, If I don't have it and you want it, just let me know and we'll come up with something custom. Another awesome thing that just happened in September is I partnered with a fellow bookkeeper. Her name is Lisa over at Simply Booked and we launched a DIY membership. I actually can't believe that we haven't mentioned this yet in this episode. Um, So this is for business owners and it is a recurring membership. We meet on a platform called Heartbeat. So not in Facebook, we like to say and we have it's basically you have access to lisa and i at any given time you can ask questions in that community we support each other we have co-working sessions the first tuesday of every month where you grab your bank statements grab your coffee or your cocktail whatever we meet at noon eastern time and we knock out our books together which is really funny because i'm not i like notoriously ignore my own books which is terrible um lisa's opposite of me she always knocks hers out first but i find it really helpful just to have like focused time to do it and then lisa and i are right there with you if you run into any issues or have any questions while you're doing that and then the third tuesday of every month in the membership we have live workshops those are recorded and saved in your profile in heartbeat and we have some really cool topics the first one since our membership just launched is coming up in a couple weeks here in October. And we are going to be talking about um, planning for next year. So we, I, I like to say planning, not budgeting, um, but essentially budgeting for 2023. And then the next two workshops we have on the list for this year are the um, commonly miss tax deductions so we can make sure we sneak those in in 2022 before the year turns and then um how to i think the next one is uh how to pay yourself as a small business owner just like logistics and what amount um how to kind of manage all that so that's the diy bookkeeping membership community and it is called The Profit Society, and you can find that at theprofitsociety.net. Or if you head over to my Instagram, which, again, is Numbers by Jen, or Lisa's, which is uh, simply booked by Lisa, I think, is her Instagram handle. Um, we have links for those on our Instagram bios. That was a lot. I have a lot going on. All right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot going on. <laughs>
1: Opportunities for people to work with you based on, you know, their own budget or where they're at in their business. So that's good though.
2: Yeah, that was the idea. I mean, I, my monthly services right now in 2022 for business bookkeeping start at $400 a month. And I know that for some business owners, that's like no brainer. And then for others, it's just not in their budget right now. So our whole goal my goal was to create templates an easy way for you to get started low ticket and then the membership as well um, is great for people who are just like open their business yesterday and don't know where to start and want to be able to ask questions of bookkeepers and other business owners and um yeah so lots of options for support yeah all right
0: well we will make sure that we link all those links for you in the show notes of this episode (laughs) <laughs> all of those links. Yes. I'll send you a um, spreadsheet with all of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all Um, well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Um, and thank you, Jen, for being here with us and elaborating on all things bookkeeping. This is a great information packed episode and yeah, we will see you guys next time.